Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. I hope you all are having a blessed day. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to make it through another week. Father God, we ask you before we go into this week, show us what we need to change. Help us to do it the right the way you want us to do it. Father God, we ask you to bless the word. Holy Spirit, we ask you, we welcome you into this room. We ask you to help and lead and guide us in the way we should go and help us to to, to hear the word. Father God, we ask you to bless the ones that are hearing it and bless the ones that are reading it in Jesus' name. Amen. So like every Sunday, we have a new memory verse, John 6 and 43. Jesus answered them, do not grumble among yourselves. Verse of the day, Philippians 2, 14, do everything without complaining and arguing. Subject, changing my attitude for Christ. Christian truths, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I won't grumble or complain. I'm filled with joy. I'm listening for his voice. I am not alone. What we see online a lot of times is a lot of fussing and fighting. People love to fuss now and start a fight instead of seeking peace. The only way to seek peace is to have peace within. And for us to have this peace, we must seek God. We must meditate on his word. We have to sit in one place and allow, his, allow him to commune with us and show us what we are doing wrong. Because a lot of times what is happening, we study or read the word and we are we are up and gone about our day. But the Holy Spirit wants us to take the time and consult him about everything, especially our attitude. Some of us want that to be the last thing that God works on with us with. But when we communicate with God and we allow him to move in our lives, we, he will show and move what we shouldn't have out of our life. But we must be willing to allow him to stop us because when we complain and argue, this also grieves the Holy Spirit, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. We have to we have to live our life where we won't let our ways and attitude create this emotion in our heart. When we complain, sometimes it's because we feel overloaded and not not heard. But God wants you to know he hears you in in me. So we have to so we so we don't have to argue or fuss. When we feel overwhelmed, we need to ask God to help us with whatever we are allowing to change us. Romans 12 and 18. If it's possible, as far as as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. The word tells us at all costs, if it's possible on your end, to live in peace with everyone. And that's hard to do because some people don't have peace in them, themselves. So they are willing and okay with fussing with anyone and everyone about everything. But we can't avoid these people. There's no way. I have tried. <laughs> but what we can do is ask the Holy Spirit to teach us how to deal with them. And he will. I have plenty of times known known people, know, know someone is going to be cruel or harsh. And I say, Holy Spirit, help me to be what you want and what you have told me to be. And he did. He gave me the right words to say and that I, I won't be arguing with them or anyone. He even told me what to do when this person came around. That's why we need to have morning prayer and worship so that the Holy Spirit can speak to us. We don't allow him to speak. We just allow him to listen. And we just we must change that in order to learn how to deal with people that grumbles all, all the way, all the time. We must change ourselves. We must hear God speak and ask him to help us correct our ways. First Peter 4, 19, show hospitality to one another without grumbling. This is another one we can't do, which is grumble. When we are showing hospitality to someone, when we are trying to take care of others, because if we are going to complain and grumble, we shouldn't do it. 
We shouldn't even attempt it because when we aren't doing it the right in the right mindset, we will always want to do things in the mindset of Christ. What would Jesus do? How would Jesus handle this? And Jesus would handle everything with love. We have to love one another and treat people the way we want to be treated. We can't allow our ways to block our blessings because when we grumble and complain, we should be we could be stopping our blessing that God wants to release to us. But as long as we are holding on to everything with a closed fist, and as long as we are doing things opposite of love, I can guarantee, my friends, we won't receive what God wants to have, want to give us or want us to have. Today, we have to stop allowing words and people to block our, our way from serving God. We have to start surrendering every part of ourselves to God and not just the small parts, but every part. My friends, life can be a little frustrating, but when we allow God to lead us and we allow the things of this world not to affect our mindset, we will be okay. But we must first allow God to mold us and shape us so that we can do everything, not with grumbling and complaining. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for everything. We ask you to help us with our attitude and we, we learned today that you can fix our attitude. Help us not to grumble, complain. Help us to give hospitality to all. Lord, we praise you for what you're doing in our lives and praise you for loving us so deeply. Lord, help us to love others every day. We thank you for giving us strength. Lord, forgive us for grumbling and complaining. Forgive us if we refuse to change the way we do things. We ask you to not give up on us, but to stay with us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So the topic today is changing my attitude for Christ. Now, some of us that are a little bit older, it's hard to change the way we do things. It's hard for some, they used to say that um, you cannot teach an old dog new tricks. But in our Christian walk, we got always, us old dogs are going to learn a new way to handle things. We are so used to doing things our way. And so it's hard to do things the way we see that God asks us to do. Because let's just face it, it's uncomfortable. We're used to being a certain way, handling certain certain things. But in order to grow in God and to grow our relationship with God, we're going to always be forever changing. We won't stop changing in him until we get to heaven. The verse today tells us do everything without complaining and arguing. Let's start with that first part. Do everything without complaining. This was something God had to work me work with me on when I first gave my life to him because I complained when people bothered me because I didn't want to be bothered. I wanted to do what I want to do. I didn't want my schedule to be bothered. And I'm a recluse. <laughs> I like to be by myself. So when someone asks me to do something, I will get upset. I'm like, what do you want? And they're like, oh, I just need you to do this and you do that. And I remember someone telling me, they said, you don't like to be bothered. I'm like, I sure don't. And I will complain as I, as I did it. And so one day I was in church and the pastor said, do everything without complaining and arguing. I'm like, I didn't know that was in the Bible. And I said it out loud. Everyone started laughing. It was a small church. And um, the pastor chuckled. He said, yeah. He said, you cannot do anything with complaining. And immediately I felt conviction. Because anytime someone asks me something, I will just be upset. And so it took me a while to get there. And sometimes I have some hiccups. But I'm learning that when someone asks for my help, it's because they need it. Now, you have some people that will overuse you. Let's just be honest. You have some people we all have met that will just use you because they know you will get it done or they know you will give to them. And so they just picked you. 
And that's when you have to use the discernment of God. And you have to allow God to show you who to help and who not to help. Because a lot of times we will be have a good mind in it. And people don't. Some people don't. They don't have the good intentions to, to doing something the right way and the good way. They have their wrong intentions of using you. Okay? But back to complaining. When someone asks you to do something and you're a little aggravated, tell them, okay, if you know, after you prayed about it, give me a moment, let me pray about it, and I'll be back with you. I will I always do I say, God, I don't want to do this. But if it's your will to, to have me to do this, help me not to complain and help me to be in the right mindset, a mindset to please you. And whatever it is, it will leave me immediately. And I will go do it. And I will go help whoever it is. And during that moment, it will, I see that it was meant for me to help them. Because not only did they need me to help them physically, they need me to help them spiritually. And they will be like, well, can I ask you a question about the Bible? And I will talk to them about the Bible. Or can I ask you advice about something? I will give them advice. See, God places us in situations to help others. That's what we're supposed to do. We're here to help others, not to just sit on our gifts, not to say, oh, I have the gift of healing and never heal no one. Not that I have the gift of wisdom and never give anyone no wisdom. Oh, I have the gift of teaching and never teach anyone. We're supposed to use these gifts to help others. But how can we do it if we're in the mindset of complaining? How can we do that if we're in the mindset of arguing? So we have to start taking a deep breath and saying, Okay, this is what I have to do and go do it. The faster we do it, the better we do it in the right mindset we do it, we can go back to doing what we had planned. And sometimes God will stop our plans because it's not meant for us to do what we had planned. I think I told this story about a couple days ago that I was supposed to go to the gun range and had um, my rifle picked out. Uh, I, I got nine rifles, but one of the rifles I picked is a big, big boy. Um, I picked him, I put him in his case, loaded him out, had my 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 bag of ammo, loaded all in my little small car, crunk up the car, and the Holy Spirit said no. And I said, no. He said, no. I said, I don't think I heard you because <laughs> I loaded the car. I'm like, no, there's no way he's saying no, I've loaded all this. And he said, no. I said, yes, sir. I didn't even ask why I unpacked the, the truck, the car. Loaded everything back in, closed the door, set the alarm, went to Walmart. It wasn't meant for me to go. Sometimes God is blocking you from going somewhere because something could happen that he don't want you to see or be around. We have to start being grateful for those moments that he step in and say, okay, I need you to go somewhere else. I need you to go do something else. Okay? So let's go ahead, go ahead and handle this other part, arguing. Do everything without arguing. Now, we have some people that it's no matter what you do, they will argue you down. It's nothing you can say right. They're ready to argue with you. Now, those people, you have to put before God. If you know you deal with someone or a family member, put them before God. Say, God, I have to deal with this person today. They always argue with me. They always bother me. Please help me. I had a situation one day and I could tell the person was aggravated and I could tell I wasn't in for it myself. So I excused myself to the bathroom. I prayed. I asked God to help me to deal with this person in the right way. If, if not, God, if you could, just keep them out of my face. <laughs> just like that. And so I heard the Holy Spirit says, Lou, you're, you're going to deal with this person today. I said, please don't. And I dealt with that person the whole day. It was like we was attached at the hip. And as I got to dealing with this person, I realized this person needed prayer. So under my breath, I will pray for them. And 
as I was praying for them throughout the day, they settled down. You could tell their, their mannerisms settled down. You could tell everything I say. They wasn't combative. They wasn't trying to argue with me. I literally just prayed. Sometimes that's all we need to do is pray for a situation, pray for a person. Because it's not the person that you're arguing with, it's the spirit that they carry. Some people tote spirits on them that are so argumental because they feel the anointing pouring off you. They, they see Jesus shining out of you, so it aggravates them. And so it comes off to, to from you as if they are arguing with you. But really and truly, that spirit wants to rally you so you can step out of character. And what you have to do is look at that spirit in your head and say, I rebuke you. You will not get me out of character today. I send you back to the pits of hell. You will not make me step out of character. And that spirit will leave. But we have to understand that it takes prayer. I had one time one morning, I woke up and um, the Holy Spirit told me, Lou, be careful because it's going to be an argument today. He said, don't entertain it. Don't do anything to antagonize it. I said, okay. And so when the argument happened, I immediately laughed. I giggled. And everyone turned and looked at me. I'm like, oh. Shouldn't giggle, but I giggled because he told me that's why morning prayer is important. I'm going to keep throwing that at y'all because morning prayer is so important because it's things that will happen in your day that God will show you. It will start unfolding and you'd be like, oh, okay, I need to make sure I don't do this. I need to make sure I don't go there. You can have plans to go to a grocery store and he would tell you, no, you don't need to go to a grocery store today. Go home. You'll go home. Then you look on news, something had happened at the grocery store. See, we have to be careful we have to be mindful. We have to be watchful. In order to do these things, we must pray in the morning, meditate in the morning, read your word in the morning, do something where you're communing with God. But every day we need to ask God to do an attitude check. God, do an attitude check with me. Show me what I'm lacking. Show me what I'm doing that is not of you. Show me what I'm doing to maybe cause people to argue with me. Show me what I could be doing better um, because there's a lot of things we have to work on and I'm still a work in progress. You're still working pro progress. None of us is perfect. Okay. One of the verses we look at today is Romans 12, 18. It says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, let's repeat that. As far as it depends on you, live peace with everyone. Living with peace with someone, sometimes it depends on you. Now, you, like I said, you meet people that are, are argumentative, but sometimes if you know this person is argumentative, why start a fight? Why poke the bear? We have to stop doing that. So in order to live, live with peace, if this person's coming at you, pray, like I told you. If not, be quiet. If not, avoid them. And that's the, that's the last choice I give anyone is to avoid someone. But if you know that this person is not in a good mood, don't sit there and antagonize them. That is adding salt to the wound. Leave that person alone and pray for them and allow God to lead you to talk to them. If God doesn't lead, lead you to talk to them, leave them alone. Because at this, it says, as far as it depends on you, this part depends on you because you don't have to go bother them. You don't have to say, well, let me tell you something. I feel something in my spirit. No, you don't have to do that. If God didn't tell you to go tell that person that you feel something in your spirit, Leave them alone. Go the other way and pray for them. That's all. That's the best thing we can do. Even bothering people about their lifestyle, bothering people about drinking and adultery and all this. Pray for them. It is not our business to go argue with someone. It's not our business to go bother someone. It's not our business to go judge someone. But it is our business to pray. 
It is our business to put them before God. It is our business to put a covering over them. It is our business to ask God to remove the blinders. That's our business. Do you understand? If God didn't call you to go to this person or go to this group of people or go to that person, leave them alone. Do not say anything to them. You're only causing a problem and you're not keeping peace. It says it right here. Another thing, it says 1 Peter 4, 19, show hostility to one another without grumbling. Going back up to the top. If you cannot show someone hostility, leave them alone. Don't invite someone to your home. Don't say, hey, if you need me, call me. And then when they call you, like, goodness, why did they call me? <laughs> I didn't really want them here. Then don't offer it. And then you don't have to grumble. But what happens is we say, hey, if you need me, call me. My house is your house. Mi casa su casa. And people literally take that uh, uh, literal. And they'll call you one night, hey, I hate to ask, but could I stay at your house? I have a bad situation at mine. And you're, you say, yeah, sure. And when you hang up, oh, I can't believe they're coming over here. They're ruining my good time. Stop saying it. Stop saying it. If you need me, call me. No, don't say it. Because are you going to be okay with someone calling you without grumbling? The only reason why I laugh because I used to do that. I would tell someone, call me if you need me. And as soon as they call, I will pitch a biggest fit. And some of us are like that. We might not want to admit that because we all want to look holy and righteous, right? But that's not helping no one. It's not helping you for me to sit here and lie and say, oh, I don't do this and I don't do that. I'm going to be very transparent with you. I did that. I pitched a fit. And I'd be like, why did they call me? And the Holy Spirit revealed to me, you keep saying, call me if you need me. And I was like, ah, okay. But I worked on that. And I try not to grumble. And I try not to complain. Because every moment that we have with another person, especially if they're not saved, is a moment to show them that this is how you're supposed to act. I always say this, is that the sinner would not want to be saved. Because if he or she have to use this as a blueprint and your life doesn't show love, why would they want to be saved? Why would they want to give their life to God if that's supposed to be a Christ, Christ-like, if that's supposed to be an example of Christianity? We have to understand that the way we walk, the way we talk, the way we handle things, people are sitting back and watching you, especially if you proclaim, I'm a Christian. You have people that sit back and be like, oh, Mary's a Christian. And then the one moment that you slip, they're like, oh, look at Mary. I thought Mary's a Christian. She's a cussing Christian. Oh, look at Mary. Mary's a fighting Christian. I thought you were supposed to have peace, Mary. Using Mary's example. Because that's what people do. And no, I'm not saying put up an act. But I'm saying that your life need to be where people say, well, I want to be like Mary if I give my life to Christ. I want to be loving. I want to help out. I want to feed the needy. I want to do this. I want to do that. Because what Mary does, Mary makes me feel like I want to do better. And no, it's not you being put on a pedestal, but your life supposed to be an example of what you supposed to, what someone's supposed to be. When someone look at me, they're like, okay, she's a Christian, she's a prophet, she's this, she's that. I want to live like her. I, I want to do this. I want to do that. And no one would never be, we will all never be alike. Let's just say that. We will all have our own struggles. But when someone that's unsaved look at you, what do they see? Do they see a pretender? Do they see someone that's just painting it on just for looks and glam? Or do they see someone that's truly loving, truly caring, truly wanting to help out without grumbling? We have to learn to adjust our attitude. 
We have to learn to give ourselves to God every day so we can change. Because we can't save a single soul if we don't read our word. We can't save a single soul if our attitude is nasty. We don't want to be the Christian and everyone say, oh, that's nasty. That's a nasty Christian. She, she is just so nasty. Her personality is nasty. I want to be the Christian that people see and say, I know she's saved because I can see Christ in her. I know she's saved because she loves. I know she's saved because she don't grumble when I ask her to help me. We have to stop grumbling. We have to start loving one another because that's one of the commandments that Jesus left us. Love one another. And we are each other's brother's keeper. Hope you all have a blessed day. Remember Jesus loved you. Remember that you can also look for the memory verse, the verse of the day, further reading and reference at the bottom of the bio. I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember Jesus loves you. I love you too. Remember to click like, subscribe, or follow, or and subscribe and send to a family member or uh, a friend. Thank you. Have a blessed day.